Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of Jonah and the Pod. Today we have a guest. We have <laughs> uh, the last cool. the last piece of the the board, I guess, which is in my family. We have the father <laughs> of my wonderful niece. I don't know how you gave birth to her. I didn't um, give birth to her. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone, please welcome my brother Roger. We've been through life together. We've Thank you, thank you everyone. I everyone was relax, the best man for his wedding. Gave him a 14-minute roast. How is this intro about you <laughs> when it's meant to be about me? It's about you. Oh, yeah, that's cool. You did give me a 14-minute roast where it was literally daytime in the background and then nighttime <laughs> at the end of the, the background. Yeah, it's perfect. That's crazy. You wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, to get things uh, going, I have a question. <laughs> What's your question? <laughs> what do you feel about Arcee's quop? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious me. That's a fantastic place to start. Where literally you have the three subscribers with two of them don't know what's going on. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that was just uh, someone asked me that asking that question. Yeah, it's um, horrible. It's garbage bin. <laughs> Throw it in the garbage, I'll see, please. All right. Um tell us about yourself. What do you do? Who you <clears> are? Well, all that kind of stuff. Well, first things first, Jonah. Let's just uh, address something from the beginning. Uh, and, and it's about you, actually. And uh, yeah, it's about how you love to pour suffering on yourself. And <laughs> this going? <laughs> this is uh, there's a lot of things I could have addressed, but this is the one I, I thought of, and I'm like, this was the one that Jonah does the most, and probably is uh, pouring onto others, which is uh, sometimes can be dangerous. The reason it can be dangerous is because you are meant to be content wherever you are. And there is no difference between wealthy and with being in poverty. God puts you in both so that in the circumstance that you're in, you figure out how to glorify God in that circumstance. Don't try to... Like when a poor person strives to be rich, there's sin involved. And when a rich person strives to be poor and in suffering, there is uh, sin involved. So be content where you are. God loves you and made you the way you are stop trying to act like you're not worthy or disgusting and there is i think you're so f- afraid of pride that you do the opposite well i think <laughs> there's a being content with everything you you have and the situation you're in but being content with who you are i don't want to be content with who i am no no you always have to be you always have to be the best version of yourself and always try and always strive as my dad says uh to be better as your dad says yeah my dad is your dad mm. um it's barely any of our dads <laughs> i'm just joking it's crazy it literally fe- it literally feeds me still to this day i work with my dad for everyone that anyway. anyway um uh that's great don't relax it's fine it's not a big deal it's me fine. and dad have a good relationship <laughs> okay keep going yeah now you have to strive to be the best version but i'm saying in the place that you are in be content don't push yourself to suffer because you think that it's going to make you a better person suffering doesn't do that it's not about suffering but all, all you do is like i'm not worthy i'm a worm i'm this i'm that <laughs> I'm a worm. god has said that in my life you have you've definitely brought you a worm I've yeah, you definitely, 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 hundred percent. You've said it. Maybe when you're younger, but maybe not now. But like, you've definitely said it. And uh, like, 
Yeah, I don't know this. This the, the, it's not totally wrong. I see where you're coming. From. I see why you want to teach this because you see someone in the third world who loved Jesus and want to, would die for Jesus, and that's their place. But your place is you're in wealth. You have to find how to love God in this wealth mm. and how to use this wealth to love God and love others. I think that to to want something that's not that's not you. There's some danger in there. I'm just saying, be careful. I think you you love you love to hate on yourself, <laughs> and you kind of spit in God's face because God created you, and not only did God create, but God saved you through Son Jesus, and Jesus' death paid for that. And while you spit on yourself, you spit on everything like that links to that. I think I think it's a bit uh, dangerous. I, I think uh, look, I think I could portray the message better, but in my heart, I know what's happening. It's I hate the sin that's in my life mm-hmm. and it sometimes it turns into shame. Sometimes it turns into like sorrow for my sin. Yeah. When it hits shame, that is when it destroys me. When it hits sorrow, that's when it's it's better for yeah. me. Maybe not sorrow is the right word, but whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I understand. <laughs> this is like, I'm working on it, obviously, like, yeah, the, a lot of people have said the same thing of like you're too hard on yourself, but also like it does. It, like I said, it destroys me or it pushes me. Yeah, it just needs to. You need to figure balance. out a pl- you need to figure out a way to push yourself while being completely satisfied where you are. Yeah, well, I, like like I said, I'm content with everything I have. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm talking about like I understand that the sin thing, and you, you should hate your sin, but I feel like it leads, it, no, not leads, it bleeds into your life, like it bleeds into your. Again, I think it's you hate pride so much because you've seen the destruction that it has, that you run to the opposite side of pride, which isn't humility. You want it to be humility, but it doesn't come across as humility. False humility. Yeah, it comes across as false humility. Yeah. Where you, yeah. You kind of like chuck on this sackcloth and you put dirt on your face, but that's not who you are. You know what I'm saying? Be yeah. genuine to who you are and uh, find how to satisfy, uh, be satisfied in God in that way <clears throat> and find out how to glorify God in that way. You know what it is? There's a, <coughs> I think there's a proverb is with much knowledge, knowledge comes grief or something like that. <clears throat> and I think actually understanding the, someone said to me recently, it's like your, maybe your knowledge and your heart aren't, aren't at the same level, not heart, but whatever it is. So it's like my knowledge is actually understands how, how bad I was and like what I've been saved from, but my heart hasn't reached that sort of knowledge. So it's still like catching up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. The thing is, I think like, again, this is, we can, if we wanted to talk about you, another thing that, bro, you're dying. <laughs> Another thing that you, um, I don't know if this is a problem. For me, it's a problem because I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm the opposite of you, where your heart is just too big. What does that mean? Like it's just too big. So, so for me, it is. I have to do everything logically, and it has to make sense to me. If there's any emotion involved, I don't want to do it. For you, it's like you put everything into everyone at every time and, and like then when they stab you in the back it breaks you as a, as a person and uh, maybe you need a balance of both with opposites in that totally and um, but you used to be you used to <clears throat> you used to pour into people 
No, pouring, yeah, pouring into people is not. I didn't never do it with my heart. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. I, I like, I, I use my heart, but I didn't like. Here, take this piece. This is your piece. I love the people that I served. I love the people that I hung out with, but I never like you give them everything that you are. Mm. I would say this is your portion. I wouldn't really even give it to them, but like I'll give them my time, I'll give them my effort, and I love them. But like, if they were to break off, like they did to you, and some have done to me. It, whatever it's like water on the duck's back that's a crazy thing I don't think it's affected me as much as you think it's affected me I feel like it has <laughs> not really well I don't know you feel like it has it, well, yeah no I just I talk about things that have happened to me but it's like I'm always grateful for those situations anyway why were you grateful for the garbage situation <laughs> because like that? That, those are the situations that I've learned the most oh my goodness gracious me I'm, that's on the <laughs> I love it. it. Put me through more rubbish so I can learn things. <laughs> yeah, do it. That's exactly what I started with. <laughs> no. I'm grateful for the. I would, if I could go back and get rid of all the garbage that I went through, yeah, I'd get rid of it. No, I don't think I would. Yeah, exactly. Someone actually asked me that question. Jacob asked me that question two days ago or something. Friday. Crazy, crazy. What day is it today? It's Monday. Monday. Yeah, Saturday. He asked me, <laughs> and I said probably not because you like the who you are now. No, but. Uh, I, it would be more like, I, I think I would like myself more now than I would if nothing happened to me because I wouldn't know from anything that I've done. You don't think you can learn from other people's experiences? No, I can and I definitely have. Yeah, so why do you have to experience this pain and suffering yourself? Because uh, like other people aren't as, they, they're not open to me. I don't actually experience what they're experiencing. It's not like mistakes that I've made, but it's things that have happened to me. I think majority of what I've learned are from other people. I don't think my life has been like a very boring roller coaster where there have been tiny ups and tiny downs, but majority of the time it's pretty like straightforward. But like all the sermons that you listen to, all the pastors that go through like horrible things, all the people in your church who you love, they pour into you and you pour into them. You learn from, from them. With that said, like, of course, your experiences build who you are. But if I could get rid of them, yeah, why not? It makes my life a little bit better. Why, why would James say count it all? joy when you meet trials of various kinds because you have to be satisfied where you are at all times but if i could change it why wouldn't i change it it's joy it's not being content again you're finding this like joy is a state of who you are at all times yeah so like you can be content but what, what does it say about trials after that like straight after it says count all joy why because it builds steadfast it leads to completeness and perfection so why would we like obviously don't strive for suffering but if it happens yeah i'm not no, of course you should grow from the things that happen to you but i'm saying if you could choose to go back why not i just feel like you enjoy it <clears throat> <laughs> like like if yeah i just feel like you enjoy it that's my point from the start i feel like and you're like you're teaching these people teaching to, to the people around you and and the thing is i i know you're i know who you are and i know that it's not dangerous for you but it's dangerous for others I don't know. I, I'm, I don't like being comfortable. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, but <laughs> other people are not like you, Jonah. And you're teaching them this. Yeah, but why do you think we have such an issue in the Western world? Like, What, what do you mean? We, we're different. We're different than like, yeah, the people. Yeah, we're different, in, but it's like... It, we have different issues to them. Yeah. They have bigger issues. We have big issues. Not bigger. We have big issues. They have big issues. And we have to figure out how to, to deal with our issues without turning into them. 
because yeah. we're different. We have like God is glorified in them in a certain way, and God is glorified in us in a certain way. If we just become who, who they are, God's getting less glory because it's the same. No, I, I get that, then, but the, my point is, there's those that are uncomfortable. Like <clears throat> there needs to be a balance of both because they they're not like maybe they don't know or their their knowledge isn't up there. But for us, we have access to all the knowledge and stuff. I've said this before, but like. We might be smarter than them in those terms, but their faith to rely on God because in in those situations is crazy compared to ours. Why are we so like... Do you think that their life is easier to love Jesus or harder to love Jesus? Or do you think it's the same? I think it's... It's not a matter of easiness. It's more like they're in a situation that they're sort of forced to... Not forced to, but like, like the maybe I don't know because I can't speak for them. But maybe they've they've tried to rely on themselves. It doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. So it's easier. It does seem easier. It does maybe. seem easier. But at the same time, the devil attacks them in different ways that you wouldn't yeah, understand. And I that, that like I think the point is they have their lives. You have your life. Find out how to uh, be completely satisfied in that joy that we're talking about. Um, in God and glorify me in that. Because the more satisfied you are in God, the more glorified he is in you. Yeah. We should have <laughs> just derailed the pot. Not derailed, but... Ah, I just wanted to bring that up because... Uh, we could have spoken about that afterwards. I right? think that was like... Um, it happens a lot in your, in your podcast. Oh, I said sermons. Imagine that. You don't even talk much. The last one you talked a lot. It was good, but... You haven't listened to Antoine's one. I did listen I to it today. I listen to the ones. Yeah, I, no, I talk a lot in that one. Yeah, that's what I just just said. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Marcus's one. No, nah, Marcus's one was good. G'day, Marcus. How are you? <laughs> anyway, that was a good intro. Thank you. Um, I was supposed to say this is the last episode of Jonah the Pod season one. Yeah. Um, I'll be in Mongolia when this comes out, so I have no idea if there's going to be backlash or anything. To the point of backlash, but <laughs> if you have some backlash, leave a comment in the comments. And uh, if you strubber do, wubber do, lubber do, trouble do, as they say. Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, okay, do you want to finally introduce yourself? We didn't right, even fine, know your name. Right. <laughs> Literally, I haven't said your name yet. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Did we? I don't, I don't know. You must have. Uh, my get a uh, people of Jonah's uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I am Roger Jaitani, Jonah's older brother, Anthony's older brother, Jeanette's younger brother. And this was my room. I grew up in this room, pretty much, and I uh, raised myself, and that's pretty much it. That's why you turned out how you are. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what else do you want to know, Legia? What do you want to know? From the start? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well you, you paint, you... Oh, who I am. Yeah. I first am a, and foremost. Alright, for, first and foremost, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I have a 17-month-old, as they say. And they go. The reason why they go by months is because I didn't know this because I don't like children. Um, is because there are like milestones that the kids are meant to hit as the month goes past. So it's a better way to keep track. But it was too hard for us because Ariel was doing crazy things at crazy ages. Um, so uh, <laughs> still have no clue. Maybe by the second one, if it's more normal. More normal. Yeah, because she's crazy, man. She's actually crazy talking, walking at eleven months. Our vocabulary up the wazoo. Crazy. Anyway, I'm a painter. I work with my dad, as I said before in that joke that I made. Dad, it was a joke. Relax. And um, 
yeah, and he he treats me well, and uh, I like what I do. I did a bachelor of psychological studies, and uh, I hate studying. I didn't want to ever do that again, and uh, there was no jobs in that field, so that's why I moved. My manager was being a bit of a douchebag. I left, and I worked with dad the next day. So yeah, it was good, and now I'm more than happy, satisfied, and uh, I love my daughter. I love my wife, and. Uh, I love my family too, sometimes. <laughs> shout out to my mom. Why say sometimes and then shout out to... Because the rest of you are in the family. Anyway. My mom, I always love you, mom. And dad. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. that's good. Good intro. Thank you. Yourselves. Thanks a lot. <laughs> this is like halfway through the pod. <laughs> <laughs> For the first half is just... Anyway, continue. Um, <clears throat> All right. So your testimony. Yeah. I I was I was curious to see what you would like what where you would go with it because I'm like I don't know if you sort of rates his testimony or anything. I don't even know your testimony to be honest. Rates my testimony. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, because people pe- people don't hold value to their testimonies. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I don't hold any value to it. Yeah, see, that's what because I'm... like it's the same thing with pretty much everyone that's been on, and and I think there's a rapper who says it well. He says, um, <laughs> I forgot what it was. No, I know, I know. So I hold good. up. It is pretty much that he grew up in a Christian home and he has no problems. Do you, do you know what Charlene says? I forgot completely. I'll figure it out. We'll post it in the comments. <laughs> um. You'll do it. I'm not here, so you have to do it. Yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, I ain't got no horror story. God saved me in my youth. I give him all the glory. That's, That's the one. Cool. You know that one, right? No. I don't Seriously? Know. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I ain't got no horror story. And God saved me in my youth. I give him all the glory. All right, we're done. That's pretty much it. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> like, subscribe. No, no. But seriously, um, grew up in a Christian home. Uh, and my dad and my mom both love Jesus a lot. And uh, went to a church for a while, to a Christian church in His Grace, <laughs> as they say. And uh, that church was very good for a lot of, a lot of my youth. Um, and then we moved to Guildford and we literally made little gangs where we'd go fight each other and not actually attend church, but we'd like go and like legit fight each other, have Royal Rumbles and other things like that in the, in the playground there. And I think the worst... What happened is we made like clay rocks and we threw it at each other, and uh, that was that was our time at Guildford. Mum realized that the kids were not learning, so we went back to to, to in his grace. And in this whole time, I still didn't classify myself as a Christian, even though I knew a, a, like a decent amount of the Bible. I knew about Jesus, I knew about all of the big figures in the Bible, but didn't really click. And then um, uh, we had like couple of pastors come in and out and uh we had this camp and a guy called roger came you know roger i don't think you were there maybe you were there. um and he was like some uh fob guy and uh yeah he was he brought some dances with him and whatever whatever and it was cr- kind of crazy was justice crew wasn't it yeah that's right justice came <clears throat> and uh he spoke and and i've heard this a lot with a lot of you guests that the camp changed their life i think i think just because he had the same name as me <laughs> Like legit, if I think back, I think I really paid attention to what he was saying because he had the same name as me. And of course, God can use what he uses. And then um, that was at the end of year nine, beginning of year 10. 
to that like holiday period. And then I got back to school and I'd become a completely different person. And I didn't know like how I... Because a lot of... It's just the disgustingness of sin or like filled me. Um, all the people around me that like weren't really my close, close friends. Um, I did like my school, my, my actual people in my year. Uh, it just felt kind of gross. So I kind of isolated myself for year 11 and 12. I uh, just spent lunchtime in recess reading the Bible. And uh, a lot of my friendships kind of dissipated. A lot of the ones I say like I'm pretty sorry for now, like Chris and, and Simon Odisha and um, other ones like that. But that was mainly because like people around me just felt sinful, and I wanted to be, I wanted to be godly. I just didn't know how to do it yet. And uh, in the only problem that we really had in in uh, Tungabi Church was that we didn't have many good disciples before like we grew up. Like we have Ray and Jamil, who like I, I love with all my heart, and uh, they poured as much as they could into. But they, they just started families. They were very busy. They could only come on Fridays, and I was like a very, <laughs> I was a very interesting child. Like I just didn't like listening to rules, and I thought that I was getting kind of bullied at youth. But no, like now going back, Ray is just saying that he just liked me a lot. He wanted to spend a lot of time with me. But if you're spending a lot of time with the youth lady, you kind of feel like you're in trouble. So that's what I thought Ray was doing. Um, but no, he just he showed me that he just wanted to hang out with me. Uh, so yeah, you could kind of tell like the atmosphere wasn't a good place to grow at that time. Uh, and then for you, yeah, for me. Yeah. So yeah, year 11, 12, I spent a lot of time reading the Bible. I wanted to finish the Bible within that year. Um, and I wanted to learn as much as I could. So I started like writing down everything that I was learning. I have, I don't even know where they are now because looking back at them, they're kind of like bad. But like I had written um, my thoughts on every passage in the Bible. And uh, some of them had no passage because you'd just be names or whatever. So you don't write anything. But like a lot of passages in the Bible had things that I written about them. Like my commentary of like when I was 15, 16. Um, and and then we had uh, uh, we kept continuing to go to this church, Tingabi Christian Church, in His Grace. And uh, <laughs> you know the name of our church? Yeah, we, did, we have, in His Grace is our name, I guess. Um, the Tingabi Christian Church is not what it's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I did. Anyway, and then we have uh, people who joined our church, which was, this is fundamental. We had we had a couple of boys from Emmanuel Baptist um, join our church. Uh, shout out to Akram, Asi, Joel. Uh, and Danny too. Um, Akram Asi, a bit older than me, enjoyed my age. Um, just had a pivotal, like they, it was pivotal for our growth. Akram poured his life into our church for years. Um, Asi poured like his life as much as he could into the people at the church and into the music. And and Joel and I, we ran youth for a long time. Um, we poured our life, but we grew with each other. I think that was the most important part. Uh, Asi is not competitive, <laughs> but Joel and I are very competitive. Uh, Asi is competitive, but like not in the same realm as me and Joel. He doesn't have uh, mental illness when he's competitive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like Asi is kind of oh, normal. Where like he is competitive, like when it comes to sports. My goodness, he's competitive. But when it comes to like uh, just he doing to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these guys. Yeah. Him, and and myself are similar in that aspect. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, me and Joe, we kind of like pushed each other to the verge of like hating each other at some stages and like really wanted to know as much as we could. That was our whole goal, know know as much as we could. We really valued knowledge and uh, everything that we did was just poor knowledge, gain knowledge, poor knowledge, gain knowledge. And um, that was, we we grew a lot. We grew a lot in our, in our knowledge, but our hearts stayed the same size for me. I don't know about Joel. Joel's heart's always big and always good. Thank you, Joel. Um, uh, yeah, so I think just before I continue, uh, Asya, I don't know if he remembers, but like there was this song that he, he rapped to me called <laughs> Penelope Judd, oh, yeah, outside yeah. of youth one time. And from that moment, I knew that Asya was going to be a a very um, iconic figure in my life. It's pivotal. Yeah, well, I've said pivotal already. I don't want to say it again. It's a bit <laughs> cringe. Um, yeah, like I just knew that this guy is going to stay in my life and uh, we're going to be good mates because he saw the word of God in everything. And I know this song was made as a Christian song, but like he saw the value in it. And not only did he see the value, but he, he um, loved it too. And you can just see it. And uh, and it wasn't just about knowledge from even though us is like super knowledgeable. It wasn't just knowledge. It was he also loves Jesus and he wants to learn as much as he can. Um, anyway, back to um, I'm gonna title I'm gonna title this "Love for RC This podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, continuing on. So yeah, Joel and I pushed ourselves to know as much as we could so that we can teach as as best as we could. Um, but then I don't know when I was. A couple of years into youth, I um, had planned to set like a couple of days of just, I think it was holidays where I'd just sit down and read the Bible uh, for for all day, all night and just get through the whole Bible and as, as fast as I could. Um, I think I started doing it in about a couple of hours in. I was just like, why am I even doing this? Like, I just want to learn and I really didn't like where my heart was. And uh, even though I was definitely a Christian at the time and I knew a lot about the Bible, just didn't feel like um, I loved God as much as I should have. My knowledge, like you've said, my knowledge is way up here in my heart, being a very like not very emotional man, very down here. So I, I spent that year really pushing myself to love Jesus. A lot of my reading kind of fell through. And it was very bad to get out of my habits. Mm. That was something that, like, looking back, I should have kept reading. But I stopped reading and I just focused on loving Jesus. Like, everything that I do, love Jesus, love Jesus, love Jesus. And, and it, it kind of shaped me in, in a way where now when I read, I, I say, why does Jesus love me in this passage? Or how can I love Jesus in this passage? Or uh, why did Jesus even write this passage in the first place? I don't want to just learn things for the sake of learning them. Um, I want to learn them so I can love Jesus more. Mm. I can uh, show other people to love Jesus. So that's where a, a great divide happened um, in my life where my knowledge and my uh, love like are slowly bringing back, coming coming back together. Um, yeah, so that was pretty big to understand. And I, I do wish I didn't stop reading. I stopped reading for a while. Um, because I just thought like it, it was getting to my head. This this I just need to know as much as I can, uh, because I need to prove to the boys. You know the boys. Uh, I need to prove to the boys that I know what I'm talking about. And I remember, um, remember you, you guys would, would be like, uh, 
you would be like, I'm Old Testament, you're New Testament to Joe all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew a lot of the Old Testament and uh, he knew a lot of the New Testament. Now he knows way more than me. Like he went to Bible college and he studies the Bible and all this. Um, and he loves Jesus and he's a really good guy. <laughs> Joel, I see you're my boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, my boys. I even, even in Bible studies, like you guys, so we didn't say this, but you and Joel, like, you had me and a few others, literally like probably two others. Yeah. That you did Bible studies with. Yeah. Well, I can go rewind a tiny bit more. So, so I've already talked about us and Joel like way too much, but um, because <laughs> they're my boys, they're my boys, and um, I want to talk about Akram as well. Akram played a, played a very pivotal <laughs> part in our whole church and in my life especially. Um, where this guy, he, he knew ridiculous amounts. Like Joel and Asi and I couldn't even touch him in knowledge. Uh, but his knowledge matched his heart. Mm. He didn't have a job at the time. So he poured legit his whole time, uh, full time, making sure the sermons are good, making sure everything was good. Um, and he ran Bible studies. And uh, in this Bible study, the younger boys came as well. And I kind of felt that every time they would speak, they were neglected. Um, and every time like they would ask a question, it was kind of like, just like shoved to the side. There was no value in our youth and uh, in our youth, youth, we were already young. We we're like 16, 17, but they were like 12, 13. Um, so, so I was like to Akram, I'm like, Akram, I'm going to take the younger boys. Uh, we'll do the same time. We'll like, we'll just learn what we want to learn, but like, we'll do the same time. We'll hang out afterwards and before whatever. And then Joel jumped on with me and, um, we started doing that. We started doing for you, Jacob. Uh, Solomon and um, a couple of the boys came here and there. And that was very interesting um, because at the time, you boys really like, maybe because we're just male figures in your life, you were very attentive to what we were saying. So we put effort in. So I would go, I, would, I was at uni at the time. I'd drive to uni, which is an hour, listen to a sermon on the way, uh, on the thing that we're learning. And then go to uni, do nothing, and then come back, and then uh, listen to a sermon on the way back, a different sermon, just to try to wrap my head around the whole thing. And then um, if I went to work that night, I'd listen to sermons whenever I could, just to figure it out what it was. And then I'd get home and I'd just like meditate and just try to get it right. Um, a lot of the time, I think the problem with me was I had too much things in my head that I didn't know how to verbalize it. So a lot of it came as mama jumbo, but that's where Joel kind of kicks in and he like corrects and he understands like what's going on. He'll do the same thing. Um, he listened to sermons on sermons and uh, really we were very sharp together, me and Joel, and we when we trained you guys and we really thought you were attentive. Um, and you guys grew a lot. You grew a lot, and you now you are like our only. Uh, not only but you are our main uh not ours but like you understand what i'm saying like you are the fruit that actually produce fruit oh yeah like youth leading is the hardest thing to do because you won't <clears throat> see fruit until later and don't say like i'm the again not only but out like, of the young bible studies yeah the boys from the youngest bible study just you you are the one that produced fruit the I fruit th- that produced fruit the crop yeah. that maybe maybe so maybe temple. right now but you'll mm. see you'll see the evidence of what you've done. Yeah, and again, again, this is something that you have to wrestle with if you're doing ministry. Is what am I doing it for? 
I had never ever felt like my time was wasted until the very end. It wasn't. I'll tell that to you right now. No, no. I'm saying like the Bible study. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm talking about youth as in youth, youth, youth. Every Friday night, we'll do the same thing. We'll listen to sermons and we'll like both Joel and I would have weeks on and weeks off to, to teach and to whatever. And we'll, like one of us will run games, one of us would talk. And um, we loved it every second. And I never, I don't know my job, but I never had um, a time where I felt like my, my time was being wasted. I'd never felt like I'm being discouraged. Uh, even no matter, like even the parents, if they're being crazy or whatever, like these are, these are easy things to solve if the kid's life is at stake. Um, and we worked hard and we worked, like to us, it worked efficiently. And our youth became a place where like, it's not like a normal youth where the kids don't care too much about the games. It started off where you just want to do games. All the kids wanted to do games. But I think the teaching got to a place where the kids wanted to, to learn. And they want to learn like a lot. They all they were all like the same age. They got to like the older yeah. ages. Yeah, and they sense. were and they were very happy with what we were teaching. And um, yeah, I think it was good. And then at towards the end, when I wanted to leave, um, I think it was just because like it just felt like everything was falling apart. The whole church was falling apart. But like Joel was very discouraged with our church. I was very discouraged because I felt like. Um, all the efforts that we put in are finally shattering under our, under our feet. Uh, the church was collapsing because like we kind of relied on a couple of different people and they just left and not a good way to run church. But now looking back at it, man, we had something so special. Our church is like right now I go to a Chinese church called Captivate in, in Ride. And uh, the first time I went there, they have like really good teaching. They have really good like kids programs and all this stuff that you want from a church. But you can never feel the same like we did at Chingabi. We had a family there, and um, like I like to this day, like Ray and his family, and the Nabhans, the Zakaris, and uh, like the Abrahamians. Like just, I would pour my whole life to be with them again like oh if i can make a church with just these guys again and actually know it's going to succeed um then i'll do it but like the problems that we had they can't fix those problems um but yeah like we had something special now because like right now my my church is expanding expanding it's getting a lot better and bigger um but then they're kind of like losing more and more of that family like feeling that i really fell in love with Mm. Uh, you're saying a lot I might have to cut it out a little bit why you name dropping who do I name drop like just the last names and stuff you don't really why <laughs> why are you scared about the last names you don't know it doesn't matter um, well you can't say the last names why like because that's when people can search people up and all that kind of stuff why is that bad it's fine it's fine um, I might just blur it out or something yeah I don't know yeah. well, that's a bit strange um, <laughs> it's okay <laughs> that's a bit strange I don't know it's not it's not my rules like whose rule is it it's just like the safety of them you can like i can ask them if they want it anyway this is irrelevant we can discuss this after um yeah i the the same thing with me when i when i left church looking for another church i was like i i'm not going to be able to find something like this you found something instantly <laughs> yeah it's crazy oh my goodness. <laughs> this is actually something that laura and i actually really struggled with um 
Lauren is his. My wife, wife is Lauren. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Lauren, dude. Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> um, is. yeah. So, great. Our church is actually kind of crazy. Asi and Joel. I don't know Asi, but Joel had found a church before he left. Like he already he was already planted in a church before he left. Um, Asi went back to his old church, Emmanuel Baptist. Uh, Ray and uh, Nicole. Oh, sorry, I'm names everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's fine. These names are fine. No, the, the name, just the church names. You don't need to say. But church names. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, people's names are fine. Like first people, people's first names are fine. It's fine. Don't worry about What's it. What's going on right I'll now? With it. A lot of. Uh, I'm just gonna say whatever I want, control. dude. Honestly, who cares? Yeah, say whatever you want, and then yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll figure it out later if I need to. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Ray and Nicole, they went to a church, um, and they they close to their house, so they were happy. They found it pretty fast. Um, you found a church like instantly, which means <laughs> mom found the church instantly, which means Anthony and Janet. And- mom and mom and Anthony found one a bit later. It was yeah. very fast. Yeah. Um, Jamil and and Marion found the church pretty fast. Uh, like everyone, Chris is already at a church. Everyone was just like within months. Like everyone. But yeah, but even like Akram didn't find the church. No, Akram found the church and he liked it. He liked the people there, and then he moved to another church where he didn't enjoy mm. uh, because they kind of wanted him there. And then he moved to another church, and now he likes it. Yeah, yeah. So it was all in the same branch anyway. So he, like he had found his church very fast as well. But Lauren and I, <laughs> this was the first time as an adult where I hadn't been in the same church. Like I've been in Guildford, but Guildford wasn't a church for me. It was just a playground. Tengabi was a church for me. It was a family for me. But then finally, not finally, <laughs> leaving the church, I was like, I'm going to find something that actually i want to see churches i want to see what they are i want to see how they they work i want to see what the problems are and if there are just common problems in all churches so i went to every denomination that i could go to and um i went to as many churches i could go to i think i went to 12 churches 11 or 12 churches brethren uh, presbyterians baptist pentecostals the whole lot and uh it was rough like really rough um the first church that we went to which like a lot of my friends go i I would i would love to go there i would love to go there and uh, because all my mates go there but it just didn't feel right at the time i don't know i don't know why just didn't feel and lauren had the same kind of feeling just didn't feel right so um we then when we looked at another church my church dad used to go to brethren church that church was fantastic really enjoyed myself and the, the sermon the guy was speaking in greek it was kind of crazy he was very knowledgeable uh, and the the people instantly as soon as church finished like we were swarmed by people that loved us for no reason and uh was loved that church fantastic church but they're all 70 plus <laughs> like they had like 50 people i think there was like two families and everyone else they literally had a 90th birthday when we went literally literally 90th birthday which is crazy um, but a fantastic church. That was going to be our second church. Like I was like, I just said to Lauren, like if we can't find a church after this church, like this is our last church. If this is not our church, we're going to that church or to Graceway. Mm. And um, <laughs> then we checked out Graceway. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I didn't want to go here is because I wanted to be separate. Yeah. I, I wanted to like make my own place. Uh, I didn't want to be consumed into something that was kind of like Tungabi. feels very similar to Tungabi. 
my heart was broken once. I didn't want to be broken again, kind of fear kind of thing. And I have people that I discipled there and I didn't want to like, I wanted that person to, to grow by himself. And I know that every time we'd meet, it'd grow. But if we didn't meet, I was kind of scared that he wasn't going to grow. So hopefully he's still, I haven't talked to him in a while, but hopefully he's still growing now and he's in a good church. And um, that was like a, a one couple, a couple of reasons why I didn't want to like go there. So um, yeah, and then we checked out some other churches, uh, Pentecostal church online because we we're in COVID times and that was very strange. And we went to um, some, some local churches near our house, all of them. Uh, like no youth in like like literally maybe two people all of them 70 plus 60 plus 50 plus none of them our age and then finally johnny coy um he invites us to his church johnny <laughs> he invites us to his church he goes hey come to our church i want you to sit out i was like bro aren't they all asians like what's going on i don't want to go to asian church it's so weird as an arab uh, i walk in this church and um i am l- the only person that is not Asian. I think there's one other person who's who's like a leader there. He's white. And then it's just me with this beard. And all other like Asians. And um, we sat down. We're a little bit late because it's in right. And we didn't expect to be a little bit late. We're a little bit late. And uh, the sermon was about um, Christian hedonism. By John, like John Piper speaks about it, and mm-hmm. fantastic sermon, fantastic sermon. So the next week we're like, there was a three part series, and we're just like, next week we're going to go early. So we went early, and then there was a puppet show for, for kids. Yeah, yeah, a puppet show for kids. And uh, Lauren fell in love with the puppet show because she loves this drama and all this weird stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, she and she, we had Ariel at the time, so like it was just a really good thing. So the next week we're like, we're not going to go to church. We're going to go to the kids program and see how they run things and see um how the scripture is and all that stuff and it was just fantastic they ticked all our boxes um that third week i had written a list of questions uh for the pastor to answer and when i say pastor this guy is um fantastic guy but he doesn't do like everything himself there's a whole bunch of men uh that just they all carry such a heavy load and the church is growing exponentially, and that's the reason why. Mm. Um, because there's not just one man that does everything. There's just a whole bunch of men that just pour upon each other, and they, they build each other, and they need each other, and all this stuff. And they're expanding at extreme rates, and now they want to split into two different churches. And Yeah, so that was like we just found it instantly lovable. And there's heaps of families our age. Everyone's our age, pretty much. I'm, I'm old for that, like that group. And... Um, yeah, we've 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 been there for a year and a bit now, and it's fantastic. We're in a Bible study, and we're slowly beginning to serve, and it's just fantastic. And we really enjoyed it, enjoying it too. And um, yeah, it's good. Did you wait? Did you just say you're well getting into serving? Is that what yeah, I yeah. So I didn't want to do music at the start. Like I've been doing music my whole life. He's he's a saxophone player. <laughs> yeah, I play sax. Um, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to do music at this church. I just wanted them to just do what they wanted. Um, and you can like imagine Asians are fantastic at all instruments. Like they're just fantastic. It's stereotypical, but yeah, yeah, no, they are. <laughs> we went to camp with them, and leg- like all of them played piano, or all seventh, eighth grade piano players. But for some reason, the music is rubbish. Like it's absolutely garbage. Honestly, I don't know what to do. I've told them. I've told them already. Like this is not. This is common knowledge. They know. I've told them. I said, why? Like you have legit. Like some of the best players you are putting no effort in this is disrespectful so i i told um 
that's some of the guys that I said, look, I don't want to lead. I don't want to play. I don't want to lead. But I would lead the music. Just let me lead the music. I don't want to be on stage. Just let me lead the music. Let me make it a little bit better if I can. Um, and if I can do that, that'll be fantastic. If I can't do it, whatever. Uh, so I've been in the works trying to get that done. Mm. I don't want to be on stage, but he wants me to sing. I don't want to play sax, but they want me to play sax. And don't sing, just play sax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fantastic <laughs> singer, guys. Here we go. One, <laughs> What do you mean? If there's anything that I have to cut, it will be that. No, no, I'm a fantastic <laughs> singer, guys. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. also a good beatboxer. Oh, please don't. You want to hear some beatboxing? No, 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 please. Come on, John. Let's hear some. You beatbox first, and then I'll beatbox after you. All right. Go. No. One, two, three, Boots four. And cats. <laughs> Boots. <laughs> cats. <laughs> That's crazy. Not even in the, like, it's a slow boot. Boots. Bro, did and you know cats. that? Remember Johnny? You know, you yeah, but you meant to do boots and cats and boots no, and know, cats. But Johnny, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah, please stop, stop, stop. Everyone's cringing. Literally, everyone's cringing. Not even just me. Everyone's cringing right now. Please stop. Oh, I think this might be the best podcast ever. What do you guys reckon? Leave a comment in the comment section. Like, subscribe. Uh, I might need to put this behind the paywall, bro. This is bad. <laughs> paywall. Imagine having three subscribers and be like, "Guys, you need to pay to watch this." As you can tell, Roger has been very supportive of the podcast. <laughs> I have more views than you on YouTube. So that's fine. Actually, you might have you have, might have more than me now since you've uploaded what fifteen? How many episodes do you have so far? This is the twentieth. Twentieth. See, I was close. Um, <laughs> yeah, twentieth. You get like hundred each. How many views do you? Do yeah, you, have? you get like seventy each. How many do you have? On one video, I have 64,000. <laughs> I don't have 64,000 views. No, in total? Yeah, of course not. But you have some big videos, don't you? No, you know, do you know maths? Guys, no. can you tell your friends to like this video? On TikTok, I did. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. guys, I please. You want this? Uh, you want to see more of this? You want season <laughs> two? <clears throat> tell your friends. Tell your friends that uh, Jonah here is trying his best. <laughs> All right, let's take this photo. Jonah, please. We're talking about some serious stuff over here. Let's take this photo. <coughs> yeah, uh, let's take the photo then. Here, John, let me this take is the worst wild. How much is a cartridge? You keep saying it's so expensive. How much is it really? Tell me one. How much is one? Cartridge? I buy a five pack. Like a pack of five photos. No, no, no a five pack of these. Five pack of eight photos. Eight so photos. Forty photos. Forty photos total. How much is one? How much do you think? I reckon uh, Lauren's one cost, we worked it out, $1.20 each time she takes a photo. Mm. $3. Pretty accurate. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all day, guys. <laughs> I'm here all day. I think I got it for $120. So, for, yeah, so for you 40. bought it online? Yeah. 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 $3, guys. That's how much his friendship means to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'll take the photo. Do you want to be in it? It's up to you. I don't, I don't need want to you be, in be in it. it. All right, don't be in it. Are you in it with all of them? <laughs> yeah, but- yeah, but you also did say very special guest, so you can get screwed, actually. <laughs> Guys, I'm just going to take this off. This is for my boys, Ussie and Joel. Oh, I failed so hard, actually. It wasn't even open. What? It wasn't on? No, it wasn't on. <laughs> I turned it on. You just took too long. All right, hold on. You're way too close. There you go. The funny thing is that most people that watch this don't know who you are. Okay, it's not coming out. By the way, can you go? I want if you watch, actually watch it, not just listen, because Jonah has three cameras set up here. 
I just want to know how many people actually watch it. I know a few people that did. There's no chance someone sits down for an hour and a half, two hours to Anthony, actually watch. Anthony watches it. Anthony's not normal. <laughs> that guy can that guy can listen to it at to be honest, three times the speed. Like props to you guys that watch it because any podcast, I'm the only time I'm watching it is if I'm doing something on my main screen and I have a podcast on my other. Screen. That doesn't count as watching a journal. It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't. But otherwise, I'm, I'm listening to it. Multiple screen watching. <laughs> Yeah, but people don't have YouTube Premium as well, so it's like. Do you put ads on it? No, can you but I think naturally it has ads. Does it? Oh, okay. But with YouTube Premium, you can also like close the your phone. And oh yeah, that's true. You can't do that normally. Oh, bro, if you're living non YouTube Premium <laughs> life, that is the saddest thing ever. Heard. <laughs> Holy moly! Honestly. Get off Spotify and go to YouTube Premium. That's actually the worst idea ever. No, it's the best. S- stop! Stop! What is it called? Spotify. Spotify is so much better. There's Shopify now too. No, Spotify is the best. There is Shopify. Yeah, that's a website thing. Yeah, I always get confused because, you know, there's a team. YouTube, YouTube is the best. It has everything. Yeah, but the thing is, the, the biggest problem that I have is I listen to, like, there's so much... Huh? Compatibility? No, there's so much Spanish music that I've been listening to. <laughs> Lauren loves it. I'll be listening to music. I'll be like, hey, listen to this song. Should chuck it on. It's in Spanish. <laughs> What this? What's my YouTube is like if I'm just chucking on music, it'll go like English, English, two songs, and then Spanish, one song. Like if you want to go through it right now, honestly, <laughs> I'll get it. A Spanish song right now. Who wants to listen to a Spanish song? Oh my goodness! If you actually want to listen to a good Spanish song, there's a song called Camigo. It's fantastic by Maverick City Music. Actually, fantastic song. <laughs> so yeah, like if you just go through it, you can just see like instantly. I have some some Spanish songs. Literally the first one. <clears throat> Literally the first song that I was going to play. This is a wild podcast. Wait, hold on. Oh my gosh, that was loud. I'm going to get copyrighted. I don't want to get copyrighted. Oh, that's all. You got three seconds there. <laughs> yeah, just some Spanish music, honestly. But it's fantastic. I, saw, I have to skip some of it because some of it gets a bit... But Camigo. So really good. Guys, listen to it. It's really fantastic. I like it a lot. Um, speaking of music... <clears throat> Maverick City is probably my favorite band right now. Okay, what's happening right now? Jonah, <laughs> your, your your podcasts are so monotone. <laughs> hey guys, this is me, Jonah. And what, what's your, what's the funny so, thing is they're monotone. It just feels like they're monotone. You need to have some more life. You need to play some music, play some games. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a like a game show. Here he is, guys. Yeah. Welcome, Jonah Jaitani. Yeah, they can make it a game show. It'll be fun. Play some games. Oh my gosh. Maybe what's maybe the, the second time someone comes on, maybe you have some game questions for them, some fun questions. Hey, what's your favorite color and why? Instead of like, hey guys, can you just talk about your life for 35 hours? Okay. Do <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, have any more questions for me, Jonah? Moving, moving on. Alright, moving on. Um <clears throat> gonna be a bit confronting to you. Go ahead, Jonah. So you have gone through a lot of discipling and I don't know, discipling, but discipling with with even myself and a few others. And from what I can see, with the person you were talking about, it was very beneficial. And he talks about you all the time. <laughs> and he, 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 he's very grateful for what you guys did. Yeah, that was, yeah. So my question <clears throat> is that why, 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 not just with him, but why stop in general? Well, with him specifically is if he watches this he will watch it i've told him already many times i've told him like you need to be more active in your christian walk i can't be there for you at all times if i'm not there 
I need to know that you're not going to fail. Because there's been times where we've had it for for a year and a year and a year, whatever. And it's been good, 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 good. And we won't have it for a couple of months and it's been bad for both of us. Um, But like I've always been able to to do my spirituality by myself. That's how I kind of grew up. Like when I was when I became a Christian, if you say that I became a Christian at like sixteen mm. or like fifteen, it was by myself. Like I know I had people like Ray and, and whatever, but it was by myself. Um I just want him to be able to do it by himself. But why haven't I been able to do it now? Like Ariel's my full focus. Yeah, it can be <clears> your focus, but you can also like I get like my life right now is I go to work, I get to work, I leave at nine, I get home at uh, like five or six, I spend two, two and a half hours with Ariel, put her to bed, and then um, I spend a little bit of time either like by myself or with, with Lauren, and I go to sleep. I could probably at like 8.30 at night, sack my wife off a bit, and then go hang out with a boy or like and just disciple him for a bit. Maybe that could be beneficial, but at, at the at the right now, it's like I've done it so... Yeah, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I've never thought about it. And plus, my church is like very far. Are you talking about people in my church? Just anyone. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Because like something that, that hurts to see, and this is, this is a brother, is seeing like how much effort you were putting in and how much love you had for it you, know, you said at the beginning no no, no like don't get me wrong, i love doing it but the thing is i never like this is kind of the same thing with um giving people your trust you know what i mean like if you give someone your trust they can just crush you and break you as a person i never gave someone like the power to break me that's what i really meant yeah but th- that's the thing like it feels like from the things that, that has happened to you and the backstabbing it feels like you have been hurt by it more than actually i have no i haven't been hurt at all but it seems like that because it's like you, you have let it affect you because you're not doing anything like that anymore you're oh, not you're not like showing someone or like pouring into someone as much as you were because it seems like to me that you you have been hurt and it's just, just it's just circumstance like really it's just like, at, at church fell apart and uh i spent a year going to so we went to 12 churches but it wasn't just once we went to multiple churches multiple times um just to like make sure that we're not just like throwing that church away like just in case it could be good so we gave it some churches gave four chances some churches we gave a couple chances here and there trying to really look and in that time we had ariel since so it's been like as soon as church finished when i stopped serving until like now life has been chaos yeah. But maybe I should, but there's always, that again, like you can always argue, even now, if I want to go to the gym, I go to the gym at nighttime. Uh, it's not, it's not <clears> about, it's not about just discipling or anything or just like having time even. It just seems like your, your ministry has taken a backseat, like serving has taken a backseat in your life. And look, I could be wrong, but from what it, what I can tell, what I can see, We'd have to like upload this, but no, you can. Okay, bro, I don't care. <laughs> the thing is, like, with our church, you needed to be there for at least a year. Yeah, to, to the ministry. Most churches are the same. Um, I I think like if I wanted to, I could be like, hey, put me in this now, and like I'll, I'll work hard to do it. But like, put me in this now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just let me do this or let me do that, and I can just be assertive and and get the thing that I want, whatever, whatever it is. Um, but if the church needs me, I'm there. And they know. I've already told them. 
I said, look, I can do whatever you want. Whatever. Like, if you want me to serve with picking up chairs, if you want me to help do this, help me do that, I can do whatever you want. I want to be a gap filler. And um, if there's something that you want me to be actually good at, I'll do the music. Because I think I'm good at it. I'm not sure. We'll have to test it. It's it's not the matter of, like, wanting to... Like, you do obviously want to serve, but it's not the matter of, like, wanting to serve in a particular ministry because I, I i personally i never had that it sort of just fell in and i loved it wherever i was, I was doing it wasn't like oh this role needs someone or needs me so i'm gonna do it yeah <clears throat> it was like i just want to serve god and he'll put me wherever he needs to <laughs> and it turned out that it's been youth ministry av <laughs> and like m- like mission sort of focus stuff yeah but with you, it feels like you've lost that even just, I want to serve God sort of thing. <clears throat> I just don't, there's no, like, so there's circumstance again. Like, I don't, I don't know any, like, like, I can I can go back to the people that I were, was serving. That feels like I'm beating a dead horse. That feels like kind of useless to go back there. Um, to get new ones in my own, my own church is, like, very hard because my church is big. It's like, I don't know many people. The people that I know are all adults with kids. Mm. They're, they're my friends now. And do they know a lot of the Bible? Yes, yeah, some of them do. Some of them don't. Like I could teach the, the ones that don't know much. But again, they're, they're older than me. It's a bit strange. Mm. You know what's funny? I think it's we, just so we, we haven't been saying this person's name, but literally last episode of the podcast, we pretty much say who it is. <laughs> really? Remember? Oh, Mark, you? <laughs> Am I meant to say his name? Do you want me to say his name? It doesn't matter. I th- Marky, I think you're Mark- my boy. <laughs> and I miss you. And if you listen... Does he even listen to it? doesn't. He, he, he requested you to be on. So. Oh, he re- <laughs> Well, guess what, Mr. Marky? I miss you. And uh, if you want me to, to like... If we want to start doing it again, I will do it. Like, I love you too much. I would love to do it. But I want you to become a man by yourself. I, I've given... like you, When we first started, you were a little seed. But you've grown up into a big tree. <laughs> And for some reason, you keep cutting yourself down. Yeah. Keep being that tree and keep producing fruit so that <laughs> I can eat. <laughs> no, so that others can eat and they can uh, be full and become little fruit trees of themselves. Um, shout out to the Bible. Shout out to the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> to be honest, this podcast is just everywhere. I think it's good. I think people will love this podcast just because it's chaos. People yeah, love chaos. chaos. But- That's what I was saying. You need energy. You need life. Maybe next time you have someone on, yeah, like give them like a bunch of funny questions. What's the meaning of that though? What's the point? Like, so for example, <laughs> you do the testimony for about 40 minutes and they, they say, man, as a kid, like I didn't like this and I didn't like that. And then you'd be like, so why do you hate you 12? And like, or something like that. Some dumb, really dumb, obscure question that gets their mind completely working a different way so that when they go to talk about something else there's a bit, a bit more joy and happiness you bring it you bring them really like low because they're talking about no no they bring themselves low because they're talking about the, the sad because everyone wants to hear the sad things in your life so you bring yourself really low and then you as the uh, person leading be like give them a question to like make them happy again so that they can speak and, and be full of joy very cool you need to take some notes everyone take notes in the comments down. speaking of taking notes um, yeah. you said in your your testimony yeah that there was a period of time where you were reading the bible and you would just like you would write a commentary as you yeah. said 
would you recommend this to other people or would you say is there a better way of reading or like oh oh is there a better way of reading like yes definitely there are better ways of reading <coughs> um i think every person's different i think the way lauren reads the bible is very different the way i read the bible uh even the way john piper reads the bible is very different the way he, he says that his wife reads the bible they read different passages they learn different things um each person has to learn their own way i think taking notes is like very beneficial if you don't if you're not good at memorizing taking notes is very good but i think like the, the, the way that works the best for me and the way that it works the best to teach someone to read is when you open up a passage the first question you ask yourself is, God, why did you put this here? Like, why is it even in there in the first place? We're reading right now at the church. We're going through Genesis. And um, a lot of people don't really know the story, which is kind of weird because like... The thing is, when you know a bit, people that don't know much, you kind of feel like you should know this. It's kind of common knowledge. But it's not. definitely isn't. Mm. Um, like things of Christophanies and things like that. I thought it was very common knowledge. So I was saying things like it's very common knowledge, but it wasn't. Anyway... When you read something, say, God, why are you putting it here? Like, why does why is it important that Jacob fights this man? Who is this man? Like, why is that important? Dig a bit deeper. Figure out why it's important. If you can figure out why it's important, then you can learn the meaning of the passage. With that said, I think the Bible is... Uh, this is the second way you should read the Bible. So that's the first way. Ask, why is it there? God, why did you put it there? The second way is once you know the big idea of the Bible, like Jesus, for example, Jesus is the key to the Bible. Um, like the big ideas, like sacrifice, that's a big idea. Uh, like covenants, like things like that. There's big ideas. Once you know these big ideas, take these big ideas and dig real deep. Because these simple ideas, like sacrifice, like Jesus, for example, Jesus is a very simple idea, meaning Jesus died on the cross for you. Simple. He died on the cross for me. But who is Jesus? Why is it important that he died on the cross for me? Why is it important that he lived on earth? Hmm. Ask these type of questions and dig a bit deeper. And then um, you go into things like sacrifice and covenants and things like that. And the seed. The seed is the one I'm, going, I'm trying to get my, like the Bible study I tend to go through. I'm unintentionally trying to teach them about the seed. Um, because we're talking about Joseph and uh, Judah and whatever. Once you understand the big ideas, you can see the big ideas in the smallest details. And that is just, it, it makes you really enjoy the Bible. Mm. Like when you're reading a story like Joseph, and the story, the, the key is Joseph, right? Joseph, he uh, gets like bashed by his brothers and thrown in a pit and then sold and all this stuff happens to him. Why is it that there are a couple of chapters on Judah? Who is this person? Like, we understand that he's the brother. Yeah, that, that's, that whole thing is mind-blowing. Like, yeah, like... <laughs> Vody, Vody Barkham has a yeah. sermon on it. It's crazy. Shout out to Vody. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's crazy because it doesn't speak much about Reuben or Simeon or any of, them, or any of the brothers. Mm-hmm. Even though Reuben's the oldest, it doesn't speak about him much. But once you dig it, like, why is Judah important here? Why is he mentioned? Not just mentioned once, but he's mentioned a couple times. There's a chapter on him. Uh, and like he, him like sleeping with his son's wife. What? Why is that there? Why do I need to know this? Why is that important? The people at church, when they were going through it, they just thought it was like a similarity between uh, Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Because Joseph ran away from Potiphar's, Potiphar's wife and Judah fell into that sin. 
But that's not the reason it's there. I know that's a point that you can get, but it's not the reason that it's there. The reason it's there is because you've got to see Judah in his disgustingness. So that when he makes the play of his life, <laughs> a game-changing play, saying, hey, dad, take me instead, instead of my brother, God looks at him and says, you are the seed. The whole story of Joseph doesn't mean anything anymore because that that one line. Because yeah. Judah is... It's like Joseph was the man he was because Judah needed to carry on the seed. Joseph <laughs> saved the world. <laughs> but it wasn't enough yeah. because Jesus needs to save the world yeah. and, and that's going to come through Judah. So yeah, like I think it's very important to when you read the Bible, read it in first and foremost, God, why did you put this here? And then secondly, once you understand the big concepts of why God put things here... The covenant and whatever, um, then dig into those a bit deeper. And then when you get to that stage, then you can go into the very crazy world of like the unknown, like predestination, <laughs> like unknown to some people and not known to other people. Um, so the the big topic. There's the things that aren't 100 percent known. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent known. <laughs> Shout out to my dad. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you said something before as well. You said. Uh, you you started like to see love for Jesus in everything. Yeah. And I think that's extremely important with with reading, with yeah. like everything, because everything in the Bible will point to Jesus. Um <clears throat> and I think even with sermons, I think Tim Keller does it like that. He he talks about his sermon and at the end he leads it to Jesus. And I think it's that's a massive point because that's when you start loving Jesus, loving God more for Christ yeah, and all that kind of stuff. I honestly can say if it wasn't for Akram and Asi in my life, I would have not even valued love at all. Like I love knowledge. I love to know things. I love to show off my knowledge. Um, but then like you'd see like Asi and Akram just... Asi is a very strange... I'm not going to talk about him, but it's very strange in, in different ways. But Akram, for example, poured his whole life... I'm just going to I'm going to clip that clip and just send it to him. Yeah. Asi, <laughs> so you are very, very strange... And your cop sucks. Anyway, uh, yeah, but Akram, Akram, he poured his whole life and his whole soul and every into every per like there wasn't a single per well there were a couple of people but there wasn't like a majority pe majority of people were touched by Akram's love. Yeah, of course. And if you weren't touched by Akram's love, it's because you chose not to. Really, 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 really. Um, <laughs> you could always ask him, "Hey, you want to hang out?" And he'll say yes in a heartbeat. Um, I was actually supposed to hang out with him last Wednesday. <laughs> now it's a different story. He has two kids, he has a wife, he's, he's, he has a job, and now he's a busy man. No, no, he said yes, but he just... Oh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, seeing him that? love made me want to value a bit more too. Um, and then obviously, I looked at myself and I was like, man, I don't like who I'm becoming. A man full of pride. Every time there was a, a, like a quiz at church, I wanted to know every answer. I wanted to... like. My favorite question is like, um, in in Noah's Ark, how many clean animals were brought? How many pairs of clean animals were brought? Do you know, do you know the answer? I've, I've asked this question to you a hundred times. Is this, Have you? I've never yeah, heard this I've question before. It. Yeah, it's seven. Um, seven pairs of clean animals. Okay. So not everyone says two because it's the unclean animals, but the clean animals have seven pairs. Anyway, this is just general knowledge. And there is absolutely no point in knowing that besides maybe the number seven has some value in it, but like, there's no point except for just growing your head. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Look, we, uh, there's also like a lot that we can speak about. What's the, how, many, how long have we been? 
hour and 10 minutes. Um, you, you rushed past your like schooling life. Oh, because it was not important, was it? The, like in school, you, from what I know, this is not, you didn't say on the podcast, but you like, <laughs> you used to go to the library at lunch, at recess and lunch. I said that, didn't I? Did you? Yeah, I said at recess and lunch, I read my Bible. Oh, right. Did you? I didn't yeah, yeah, I said that already. Jonathan doesn't pay attention to his own podcast. <laughs> You're speaking so much. Wait, do you want to hear about my school life? Fine. All right, I'll tell you about my school life. No, no wait, let me ask the question first. All right, fine, dude. Far <laughs> out. All right, he's trying to take over. Um, <clears throat> so you, you you went to lunch. Uh, you went to the library to read your Bible every lunch and recess, and you were sort of pushing people away because yeah, because you said. You saw sin everywhere. A lot of my friends, like Chris and Simon, they were very like good people to be around. But for me at the time, I felt disgusting myself, mm. and I was putting my disgusting nature on other people, and I was I was amplifying it. So they, by no means, are they disgusting. Um, but I was putting on myself, and I wasn't even talking about them. I'm talking about the people outside of that, yeah. the people that I, I like, the cool people in, in us in our group. Um, me, yeah. me. Me, Simon, and, and Leon would, would be little floaters. We can fit in pretty much every group. Um, maybe because we're clowns, but like, <laughs> yeah. But I was a troublemaker. <laughs> Looking back, I thought I was, but barely. I think the worst thing that I did was I hid in a cupboard um, before the science teacher came in. And as she came in, I gave her a heart attack. Like, I just scared her. She didn't actually give her a heart attack. No, nah, she didn't. But she was old, but she was like 70 years old. I could have, I, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about it. I could have scared her to death. That would be crazy. I think me and you were similar. We were like in school. We are both dumb. <laughs> yeah, it goes, it goes with Jeanette being very intelligent and then me and then Anthony being extremely intelligent. I see the difference in words. And then uh, and then Jonah, who literally is garbage bin. It's true. Um, but yeah, so my schooling life was interesting because I just paid no attention to it at all. And uh, looking back at it, I should have started with a trade. <laughs> I should have just left you ten and did a trade straight away, because my goodness, how much more beneficial it would have been. Um, it's yeah. funny because me, it was so different because I, I spent actually, I spent a year after school. Actually, I left after year eleven, so not even after school. You're actually was, so useless. It's <laughs> actually unbelievable. Instead of year twelve, I went to a college. <laughs> uh, literally, like you'd say, like on paper, the most useless thing. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot and whatnot, but it seemed useless. But through that college, built connections that actually led, like led me to going to a trip to Mongolia. I'm not gonna lie to you, Jonah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so you're so useless. <laughs> oh my god, you're so you useless. Go. Right. Imagine not finishing your twelve. You get all the way to your year eleven. You're like, oh, guys, what's the point? What's the difference? Look, look, look. I don't care. I didn't. I like if I can go back, you I wouldn't, wouldn't do ten. Yeah, like I'd finish year ten because I know that I'm gonna be a trainee. But like you were like, hey, I'm not even gonna use my guitar. So you didn't even finish, you did uh, like literally 13 uh, 12 years of studying to not finish it on the 13th. What's the, what's it's the like point? running it's like running a 10k race getting 9k's in and be like oh guys I'm too tired to finish. But I had I had an extra year to play Pokemon on my <laughs> my <laughs> goodness great. Like it's the most illogical at least finish it's your 10. Illogical, but if you finish your 10 it makes sense but you did a year 11. But it's staying till your 12 is illogical. You're dumb too. You're so dumb. Anyway, <laughs> that was good chats. <laughs> Oh yeah, my goodness! Be but you did. But yes, God has used your college to do other things with you and Strapadu. It's not very good. I look honestly. This camera is garbage, Benjamin. No, it's not because the reflection of the light in the background ruined it. 
Oh, that's actually not a bad photo. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Honestly, your camera's absolute garbage bin. It's not. It's a really good camera. It's just... When, it's not made for selfies. Um, pick one and sign. What is the... <laughs> If there's actually slime. I actually need this much. There you go. Uh, I'll show the camera. <laughs> oh, no, but seriously, guys, if you like this content and want more, please leave a comment and subscribe. I just wonder, like, how would you even grow this podcast? Like, the people have to actually tell their friends. Guys, tell your friends. Yeah. If you want to win. If you want a chance to win, high five from Roger in the future. Tell your friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's no room in this room. There's no room either. You can move the mic. Ah, there you go. You can even put it center. All right. You can even put it center in the middle. It's all right. It happens. Oh my gosh. But um. But why um, do you do the photo in the middle? By the way, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. What? Why not do it at the end? What do you mean? You just derail the whole podcast to take a photo. We should do it at the beginning. Oh, yeah, do it at the beginning. At the end, Why are you doing it in the middle? It doesn't get ready by huh? the end. It takes a while to get ready. Just do it at the beginning. Um, <laughs> do it at the beginning. Don't uh, it's, yeah. it's absolutely crazy. I, I had the, now it's going to be like, oh, Roger told him to do it at the beginning, but that was the plan. For it was my idea, Jonah. I told you to do it. Don't lie. Um, <clears throat> so, Jonah, how's your life been? We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> this is the last episode of season one. The start of season two will happen in four, uh, four weeks, I think, because okay. I am traveling to Mongolia for two weeks, and then I'm going to have two weeks to hopefully record to think about how this podcast is going to go. Um, honestly, we've recorded for an hour and 15 minutes. I don't know <laughs> how long the podcast is actually going to be. It's probably going to be like 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I just leave, to... leave all the shout outs in shout out to Jonah and his podcast <laughs> um, I, I genuinely when I say this I want to have you on again that's correct that's actually crazy <laughs> but um, the podcast is going to take a, a, a bit of a uh, what's the word pivot <laughs> pivot <laughs> uh, pivot um, uh, we still have some people that will come on and do testimonies but yeah. we are also gonna or we're gonna be more focused on just coming on chatting about topics and whatever I think like maybe maybe have separate some Christian some not Christian yeah that, that's that that was the, the like what's it called the yeah. first image I had of it but it started just turning testimonies, which is fine. Because if um, you have people like Sass, Parent, <laughs> if you have people like Artin that want to watch this, these are my boys, then uh, they're not going to enjoy, like... Obviously, they can't, like... Yeah, or Alex, Mangasarian. Yeah, but, yeah, the, I, I would have to have them on, I think, with, uh, like, another guest. Like, RC and one of them would be good. Yeah, that would be, that would be so fun. The, the room is a bit small. That's the only problem. I can't have two guests on. So. But right. I do have three mics, so we'll find a way. When there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one watches it too, so you can just literally have them on sitting in the corner. Oh, right. I meant literally watching it. Then listen to it, Jonah. Yeah, I could have someone behind the camera, but... Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. You can be behind the camera. Yeah. yeah um, no one wants to see your face anyway. It's true. Uh, to end off... We're ending now. <laughs> wow. I see people go for 138, 150. Well, we and you're chatting me out to 112. Nah, I'm done with you. All right, see you later, Jonah. Nice knowing you.
<laughs> no, we can go. No, no, I've already shout out all the boys. All the boys, shout out all the boys. It seemed like it was it was coming to an end, wasn't it? Do you it have was. more to speak about? Jonah, <clears throat> let's 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 bring it down a bit, alright? Let's be serious for a second. Jonah, did you know um that trust is illogical? <laughs> That's what we ended, Jonah. That's perfect. That's a perfect ending. No, it's yeah. not the ending. That's good. It has to be at least cut that and put it at the end. <laughs> at least cut that and put it at the end. Jay, you're not in control of this podcast. Jonah, at least cut that one and leave it you're at the end. You're not in control of the podcast. Jonah, do you know Pop- We need Pop- your do you know, last piece of advice. Do you know, wait, hold up. Do you know The Beast? Oh, what's his name? Mr. Beast. <laughs> Mr. Beast said that if you want a successful YouTube channel, don't linger at the end. Do you know there's a there's a podcast that I listen to that before he went on their, their their podcast they used to like linger at the end and then after he went on they always cut it off like in mid word they'd be like all right but <laughs> cut him off. So Johnny, what you do is at the end just be like trust is logical. Boom, cut it off. But I'll give my advice now. If you ask me, go wait. Go. Right. <laughs> What's your if you could have one or any advice to anyone that's watching or yourself. Or myself, or whoever it is. Yeah. What would that advice be? Um, Don't trust anyone. <laughs> <laughs> My advice would be probably uh, marry rich. Oh if you can marry, I also honestly did the opposite. But I'll. Uh, now, nah, if you want some Christian advice, <laughs> if you want some, it doesn't have to be Christian, but don't make it dumb. All right, fine. Find some actual <laughs> advice. Um, push yourself to be the best version of yourself in everything that you do. Uh, whether it's for God, whether it's for your work, whether it's for whatever, um, don't be, don't be useless, um, and uh, yeah, trust is logical. <laughs> Very good. Do you want to do the outro real quick? Okay. Trust is logical.